This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. I'm Ben, and you're listening to the Sound Logic Podcast. This is Mike. Each episode, we discuss one of music's greatest albums from Rolling Stone Magazine's Top 500 list. Brought to you by two guys with no credentials. Welcome back, and thanks for finding the Sound Logic podcast. And today we are re-ranking the last ten albums that we've reviewed, as has been our custom every time we finish ten albums. Ben, it's good to be together again, and uh, now this is the third time we've done this. Yeah, so this wasn't actually something that I don't think we had discussed before we began this project, but this is becoming like kind of a favorite part of this for me is this this sort of reshuffling personal reshuffling um and it's something kind of like a milestone marker too it means we've completed another 10 and you know i I don't know uh (laughs) i think we're into a bit of a groove now and we're gonna we're gonna keep going strong but um yeah i think we're into we're we're into uncharted territory i just didn't know how long this would last and (laughs) <laughs> and so you know it's it's wonderful to get another 10 under our belt and uh, yeah it does it does feel really good yeah it's kind of kind of daunting to think about how many there still are <laughs> but uh we're having a lot well, of fun and, so and it's really good uh, you know i'm involved in scouts and in scouts canada the whole philosophy on how we do it is plan do review so Ooh. we planned out what we were gonna do yeah. we did it and now we're at the review stage where we go back and look and say how did it go? What did we think? That's right. And we kind of look back at kind of the last uh, 10 weeks of conversations and hash it out a bit and see what happens. And sometimes you and I have said, you know, hey, I thought about it this way, but now listen to other things. I've changed my mind a yeah. bit. And then, of course, the, the last thing we do uh, is we've also made it our custom to go back so we obviously didn't make sense the first time, but last time we went back and did our all-time top 10 so far. Right. And we kind of, uh, of the ones that we've listened to so far, yeah. what's your top 10? So we're going to do that too. Yep. So are you ready to start? Yeah. After the top 20, our top 10 was made up of albums from those 20. And now after the top 30, we'll we'll be choosing from the 30 albums that we've reviewed. Uh, that's probably right. pretty self-explanatory, but... Um, it'll be fun to have this ongoing running, running tally. The question I've asked is that at what point do we stop having albums that crack that all time top 10? Right. Like when we get to, you know, 150, are there still going to be albums that they're like, well, they put it at 150, but I think it should be in the top 10 or at some point where that's not going to change anymore. (laughs) Yeah. Or maybe we go back and we don't add anything new, but we shuffle it around a bit and, or something that wasn't in it, we put up there like, well, I listened to this one that, and I like it more than another one there. Yeah. yeah so yeah, we'll, well, we'll be doing that for a little while yeah. anyways. And one of our favorite bands, uh, Coldplay all the way down there at 466. So, um, you know, who knows, <laughs> well, who knows what will uh, creep up into the You never know. Head. It's hard to say. And then when we're all done, I'll put, we'll put a bunch of albums in there that weren't even on this. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well said. Yeah. 
So we usually what we do is we start at the bottom yeah. and move our way back up. So we'll start at number 30. And Rolling Stone had blue. That's right. As number 30. What did you put for number 30? I had the complete recordings of Robert Johnson. Um, it's an album. What a coincidence. It's an album that you <laughs> seem to have chosen as well. <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah. So why, why did you put it there? You know, I think this album is here for its uh, historic purposes. It's got a really interesting story with it. It's the, I think, the only album on this list that covers an entire career of one artist. Um, mm. and, it's, and it's significant for music history. It's just not something I enjoyed listening to all that much. Once I heard sort of the, the sound style and kind of got a picture of who Robert Johnson was, that was enough. Um, there's a whole bunch of yeah. tracks on this album. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. and uh, you know, I was fine with, you know, a small sampling of them. Um, that was all I really needed. And so I appreciate it for its historic significance. I understand why it was put on this list, but I don't feel much need to ever listen to it again. And that's probably why it ends up there at number 30 for me, or at the bottom of these 10 anyway. Yeah. And I have a similar sentiment. And you and I have discussed in the past, how do we, what is our methodology here? Yep. And I think we've landed kind of the same place. And instead of, for me, trying to dig into what makes it great, I've gone with, you know, what do I want to listen to the most again? Yep. And this was at the bottom of the list. I, yep. I recognize and respect the historical significance and the foundation it lays for everything blues and a lot of other things. Yep. And I get it, but it's just not. It's just not what I want to listen to mm -hmm. again and again. I'm guessing there's maybe one album that you'd uh, put below it, but sort of at the opposite end of the spectrum. Are, are we thinking this is sort of our 30th favorite album <laughs> so far? You know, right now we're just going through 21 to 30, and it's at the bottom of that. But but do you think that it's deservedly the bottom of all the albums we've listened to or, or? Uh, it's it's close there's a yeah. couple other that that again and and it, so much of it is i just couldn't appreciate yeah. it yeah and so much of this is subjective and even though this is a list compiled from you know you know over 200 people it's still all subjectivity yeah. it's what they like and more people just liked you know Sergeant Peppers, for example, than others. Absolutely. So that makes sense. Moving on to number 29, um, Rolling Stone, the magazine has Led Zeppelin's self-titled debut album right there. Uh, what'd you got uh, for that slot? I'll have to say, oops, we did it again. Sure enough. <laughs> I, I put, I put the great 28 and uh, you agree yeah. with me. So I think that the same thing, and we, we when we discussed these two albums, it was a similar conversation right. where we recognized the significance, but they were all very similar. Yeah. And, you know, these are artists, both of them, who were doing something very new. Yep. So you do kind of the same thing over and over and over again. I think we see something similar with uh, with hip-hop, sure. with punk. It's, it's the first band that's done it, or the first artist, and everyone likes it because it's new, and it doesn't really matter as much, maybe, that they all sound similar. Yeah. Uh, so... I think I put it ahead of Robert Johnson because I was more familiar with some of it. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, many familiar songs for Chuck Berry. But again, I, I heard three or four and and I didn't need to listen to any more. Yeah. Sprinkle in a little conversation about compilation albums and whether they're deserving. And that oh, pretty yeah. much gives you the context <laughs> of those two episodes. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, I mean, I don't need to 
listen to those albums again. Yeah. Um, really, I, I don't. I, I, you know, not to say that, again, that they were bad or anything. I might listen to a song here or there if I have, oh, I have a hankering for Run Run Rudolph or, you know, yeah. Johnny Be Good. <laughs> but that's pretty much it. So that's where I'm at. And yeah. uh, all you blues people, um, we're sorry. <laughs> <laughs> at number 28, Rolling Stone had Who's Next by The Who. Um, you have it at 27. I have it at 28. So we kind of stuck in that same ballpark for where uh, Rolling sure. Stone ha- had it on their list. Um, I, I guess since they're so close, we may as well talk about them at the same time. And it, it was a recently recorded episode, so it, it feels like it was you know somewhat recent that we yeah, fresh. we talked through this. This is a, again an album that I enjoyed. Um, it's not one that I disliked, but um, but there's some really good stuff on this list, and so that bumped it down on my list. Do you have anything to add for who's next? I think I just wanted to listen to it. Even though I didn't love it, there are a couple really good things. I just wanted to listen to it a little more than the album I put at number 28, which was John Lennon, uh, Plastic Ono Band. Um, and again, that that album for me, and I know you've put it a little higher, so I'll say just a couple things, and I know you'll talk about it just a little later. I really enjoyed it, and it was good. It, again, it was emotionally challenging. Mm-hmm. Um, and a, a little uncomfortable at times and not overly melodic, um, all of it. Yeah. Um, and a little bit of a darker feel. So again, to come back to it all the time, I, I don't know I want to, but, yeah. but it was good. And it was again, a surprise, uh, that I really didn't know anything about it. And I was like, you know, it's just on here cause it's John Lennon's first solo album and yeah. it's not going to be very good. Yeah. And, and it was very good. There were some interesting things, but again, so everything else that's in this group of 10, it was hard to put it any higher. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say it probably gets knocked down both of our lists. Um, not necessarily because we don't like it or because it wasn't interesting, but because there's just such a good, oh. uh, you know, t- upper tier of this chunk of 10 albums. <laughs> I think that if we were to, and we're not going to do this because this is obviously the challenge with making 500 to do redo all to redo all 30 again i think it would be in about the same spot i think there are albums that i liked yeah. less than this album so i think if i did all 30 it would probably be in the same spot or very close to it um but compared to some of the amazing albums that were here no my hunch is it'd be middle of the pack for me but i i don't know what i'm basing oh. that on i think i was closer maybe more closer to 15 more impressed with it than i thought i was going to be in for that Sure. Yeah, I, I, I could match it up the list, but yeah, if you forced me to move it up a couple spots, yeah. um, I, I wouldn't be upset. You yeah. know, it was good. Yeah. So what? It, so that was. So I did my twenty-eight and twenty-seven. Uh, Rolling Stone had twenty-seven was the Joshua Tree. Yeah. Uh, at we know that at this point we both moved them up. Uh, what did you put for twenty-seven? I have uh, Live at the Apollo here. This was a tough one to slot because I enjoyed our conversation so much with our special oh guest. Oh my gosh. I almost felt like, you know, <laughs> sticking it here it feels like um, you know, some kind of disservice to that entire experience. Um, we really do encourage you if you've not listened to that episode in particular, please 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 go back and listen to our conversation yeah. with Joe Bowie. Um, the way, you know, that a person who played alongside an artist um the, the the storytelling that he was able to provide us, I think, gave us both a deeper appreciation for not only this album, but for 
um, James Brown in particular and, and who he was as a legend. I'm, I'm glad you said that, Ben. And I really just want to, again, give another shout out and thank you to yeah. Joe Bowie. And uh, please, please, please listen to that episode. And, you know, if you like it, please go and check out Joe Bowie's stuff yeah. and Defunct and like all his stuff. That is uh, one of the guests that we talked to that really we reached way outside of our kind of sphere yeah. and into kind of another echelon of people with experience in the music industry. So that was just a huge privilege. And uh, we really want to see more people listening to that because it was such a special experience. So anyways, we could go on and on, but I agree with you. That was a challenge. That conversation was so special and this album is very special, but, and I hate to use the word, but here, but it's not what I listen to all the time. Mm. And it's not necessarily like uh, to me, a live album. I don't listen to a lot of live albums over and over. It's kind of like, it's interesting to hear how it's different, but Mm -hmm. in a lot of cases, the, uh, to listen to all those songs, their studio counterparts are, I'll use in quotations better, or at least cleaner. And there might be, you know, a little thing in the song they do different that was special, but I loved hearing, uh, how excited the crowd was yeah. and how electric everything was. And then watching some video of some uh, uh, performance from a similar time yeah. was really exciting to see that. Yeah. But again, is it is one a live album and that particular type of music something I want to go back to more than some of these other albums, yeah. which it's part of my experience. Mm-hmm. You know, Joe Bowie would do this list totally different Absolutely. because of the music he grew up listening to and playing. Yep. Um, and we grew up in the rock genre. So it doesn't surprise me that we're gravitating towards that in general. Yep. Um, so, uh, sorry, I kind of jumped in there. Did no, you have anything no. else to say about I think live at the Apollo? Just that I would echo all that. I think um, there's something about, that performance in particular, the hearing the crowd and um, and really actually how good the musicians were too. It doesn't sound like oh, a, a oh, live tight, album that's rough around the edges. Um, it really no. does sound like an incredible, incredible performance and an example of who they were. So, yeah. I couldn't hear one mistake. Yeah, yeah. I, I couldn't like, I, I even went through one time and kind of listened for, is there any mistake? There's no mistake. Mm-hmm. And Joe was saying... They were so tight and they had to be. That's how you got a job. Yep. Yeah. They said, you know, here's all the music. Come back next week. And you, if you have memorized it and can do it without the music, you get, you get the gig. Yep. And they, those artists, they needed the jobs. Anyways, yeah. uh, we're going to stop talking. Uh, if you don't, if you want to hear more about that and haven't listened to it, go listen to that Absolutely. episode. Um, so you put that album at 27 and that goes into perfectly. I put it at 26. Um, and I've already shared my piece about it. Rolling Stone put rumors at 26. Um, What did you put for 26? I had John Lennon, Plastic Ono Band. Uh, We clumped these three together. We had the same bottom two, and then the next three, we've just done a slight shuffle of each other. We've just shuffled Um, I'll echo a lot of what you said. I'll say mine gets nudged slightly higher, I think, because every time I listen to it, I appreciate it a little bit more. And it's kind of stuck in my head as like something I want to return to. Um, assuming that okay. I'll like it again, just a little bit higher every time I listen to it. <laughs> I'm not sure that that will always be the case, right. uh, uh, indefinitely, but, um, it's kind of stuck with me as something I need to go back to. So if you're playing along at home, uh, you know, that, you know, our 
bottom five, as mm-hmm. it were, are the yep. same in a bit of a different edition. And I want to point out that uh, of these five, four of them were in the top five of this right. grouping on right. Rolling Stones list. So that's very interesting that we've taken what they put as in this 21 to 30 as the bottom. We we all, the two of us thought yep. that that was, they were all well, better. especially so, the great 28 uh, and the complete recordings. Um, they were at the top. We put them at the bottom. Uh, a pretty major yeah, shift for uh-huh. those two in particular. 25, Rolling Stone put uh, Live at the Apollo, James Brown. Um, what did you put for 25, Ben? I had uh, Led Zeppelin's debut album here. Um, this was an album I really enjoyed, um, but... <clears throat> uh, I just couldn't put it any higher with the <laughs> the others coming down the the pipe. It was so fun actually to do that episode with you. Uh, I think one of the first times we really intentionally went through each song track by track. I don't know yeah. how much more we'll do yes. that again. Um, we <laughs> we had a very similar fun journey through uh, Joni Mitchell's Blue, but um, the, yes. those two were were just a, a, a real fun thrill. And and putting it here feels funny because I I really like it. Um, there's just four albums coming up that I like just a little bit more than it. What about you, number mm-hmm. number twenty five here? Well, I put I put Inner Visions, and I want to. I'm going to jump ahead one uh, because I put Led Zeppelin the okay. next slot up, but these two kind of are a pair for me because musically. I found them very uh, complicated yeah. in a good way. Like there was a lot going on musically, but a lot of people for Led Zeppelin, for example, just go like, oh, Led Zeppelin, Jimmy Page, the guitar is so crazy. The drums are so nuts. La, 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 music, music, music. And it's just all this kind of, it's just so, and same with Jimi yeah. Hendrix. Like, oh, my mind just explodes yeah, when I listen right. to stuff. And, and I agree but that doesn't mean that I necessarily want to listen to that all the time. It's same with you know, to people like I think it's one of the reasons people don't like a band like Rush because there's so much technical stuff that it becomes more of a subject to study than something to sit down and listen to and enjoy um, for a lot. I think for the general public and there are some people who said, well, no, those two activities are one and the same for me, but I think this was why I put Intervisions here and Zeppelin. Uh, you could flip-flop these for me because I loved them. They were so good. The music was so good. Uh, just slightly less accessible than the next three that we're going to discuss. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Okay, good. I always want to make sense at least, even if you, <laughs> you can't agree. I want to make sense. <laughs> so that's a good time. Um, so I put Intervisions at 25 and Rolling Stone puts it at 24. And I yeah. put Zeppelin at 24. We've talked about that. So what did you have at 24? I have rumors in this spot. Um, man, this a, is a, Before you start, I'm a little yeah. surprised you bumped it down that far yeah. please explain yourself <laughs> <laughs> yeah and actually so right after we finished up the um 11 to 21 re-ranking i went and like quickly uh you know put down what i thought might be my favorites and i think rumors was two or three um because i i've listened to it a long time and really really liked it um again i don't think that that, that has changed 
Um, there is one album in particular that we haven't gotten to yet that really surprised me and is an album I keep wanting to return to. And, uh-huh. and there are two albums ahead of it. Um, one that's there probably for <laughs> sentimental reasons and sure. one, one that has just been completely captivating for me. So rumors, I guess, sure. is on the outside looking and I, I guess I'll reveal my hand a little bit and say that the Joshua tree is the one with a sentimental tie and it's just above it. And I went yeah. back and forth on whether to flip those two. Um, sure. I guess, I guess I gave Joshua tree the nod just for old time's sake, probably. Um, uh, I guess I'll leave it at that. I will say I love both of those albums a lot and, and there's a good chance I'm not done talking about them tonight. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's good. What about good. what about you, Mike? Um, uh, let's uh, see. For you, we're back to 23 now. You, yeah, you had said Led Zeppelin at 24. Right. Um, so you so you had Joshua Tree at 23. Right. Rolling, Rolling Stone, Stone had yeah. John Lennon, mm-hmm. Plastic Ono Band, um, and I also chose Joshua Tree okay. at 23. Uh, it again it is nostalgic as well uh it's music we i grew up listening to not quite as early as you did but still have listened to it a lot um they are so the songs are so well done um it's very diverse uh it was innovative and trend setting with especially the edges uh guitar and i think really changed music in the 80s and as uh, phil discussed with us it doesn't sound like anything else in the eighties and anything else in 87 when it came out. Yeah. And I think that for me is exciting and adds to just how good this album was and is, and that they're touring it again, uh, over 30 years later. Yeah. And it's still, people are lining up, so it's still relevant. So, you know, we said, yes, we're choosing this based on how we want to listen to it again. But for me, it's just like so many things, Mm -hmm. um, uh, so that's why it kind of bumps ahead of those. Interesting uh, but, that we've got it there uh, at that same spot, but um, and we agreed. I think well, we've agreed I, with I, more uh, choices on this than either of the than other. Than any other, yeah. Well, maybe we're starting to level out, <laughs> <laughs> or maybe we're maybe we're we're like an old married couple. We're just that's true. We're just, just melding just, into just one person. Time. Yeah, <laughs> and it only took it only took thirty albums, Ben. We could have done this years ago and just become one person. <laughs> Oh man, that's true. Uh, but as much as we're gushing about the Joshua Tree, there's two more albums yeah. for both of us yeah. that um, we haven't done. So uh, I, I want to. I think we should talk about it all at once. So okay. Rolling Stone put uh, the complete recordings of Robert Johnson at 22 and at 21, The Great 28 by Chuck Berry, and we've already talked about those. That those were harder to ex to uh access for both of us sure um so let's talk about first we're going to talk about not my number 22 which was rumors because you've already talked about that and uh for me not only almost every song probably except for two every song to me plays like a single they're all so catchy so uh replayable sing-alongable 
And I loved watching my kids, especially Asher, react to this album as he heard it. And just every song was like, this song, this song, this song, this is all here. I love all this stuff. And him just wanting – it's an album that I said to him uh, the other day, you want to go listen to a record? And uh, he said, sure. I said, what one do you pick? He said, Rumors. Wow. Like it was like no question. Like that's the one he wanted because he just enjoyed it so much. So that's cool. Very. So that's, again, personal and makes it. But again, I think for me, these first five, you or at least 22 through 25, for me, I could shuffle them around. Uh, you know, you could convince me. Yeah. Um, so let's move now to your number two or 22 rather. Uh because it's the same as my number 21. So what did you have there? <laughs> yeah, I've got blue here. Um, <clears throat> I think it was... The- and I have a, before you start, I have a feeling you've chosen to put these albums, your number 22 and 21, and just to reveal... You know, for you who's listening at home, we're both looking at a chart, so I can, I see, I know what's there, and you don't yet listening, but I do, and I think that these uh, really surprised you. Am I right on that? Well, Blue um, surprised me a long time ago. I mean, I started listening to Blue before right. we yes. began this project, so I, it's a longer track sure. record. When I did the quick re-ranking after our last re-ranking, Blue was at the top because I I had already fallen under its spell, and um, you already I knew. already knew yeah. that it was going to be. I I assumed okay. that that was going to be sort of the surprise where you know. I, my pre <laughs> sound logic podcast uh, self would have been like, Whoa, you have blue at the top. Oh, wow. Um, not realizing that there was another album hiding there in plain sight in inner visions that um, yeah, I've been just as compelled by. And similarly to wow. rumors and Joshua tree, almost feeling like I could have gone interchangeably. I think blue and inner visions feels the same way um, that really, and actually probably, any shuffle of those four albums I'd probably be content with. I think there's something about my own bias that I am trying to tackle <laughs> as I go through this. Okay. And so putting our first female artist um, uh, up near the top of this re-ranking and another, um, I think, African-American artist that perhaps does not get as much credit as he deserves at the top of this list is part of okay. that. Yeah. Um, dismantling in myself that I'm trying to do. I'm also just totally blown away by both of them. Like they're just incredible albums that, um, I, even after we're done with the episode, I've put them back on again and have continued to listen to it. Um, rumors is maybe the only other one on this list where we've done, we've wrapped up the episode and days later I, I go back and put the the album on again. So, there are yeah, three. There are three from this um, grouping here, which I think is maybe more than any of the other uh, stretches of ten that that have sort of just become regular rotation albums in my life that I wasn't necessarily anticipating or remembering um, just how good they were. Um, so yeah. why why in in your in your words um, why is Inner Visions better for you than all the other? albums here or at least you know the 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 next three or four that you really really liked Mm -hmm. what puts it at the top for you so a it is the listenability i i think there's um 
from the very first track, I was just like, whoa, this is, this is impressive and something yeah. that I was not expecting. And, and I really, really like it. It wasn't just shocking. It was also really good. And the depth of the lyrics, um, were so compelling as well. I think I'm thinking mm-hmm. about the moment we had, uh, when we talked about Joshua tree with Phil. And I said in that episode, there are times when I wish, Bono's prophetic voice would come through in his songs a little bit more. It it shows up occasionally, but it's often like veiled under like, uh, you know, coded language so that it can still just be a, a rock song. Um, sure. Stevie Wonder seems far more willing to speak clearly about the stuff that he's talking about. Mm. And I think that's, and, and mm. actually Joni Mitchell for that matter too. I think that's why yeah. those two albums oh. rise above Joshua Tree for me. I like all three of them in in terms of their and rumors I should include in there as well. I like all four of them for their like the the warm feeling they give me, the desire to go back and listen to them again, but there's something deeper about Intervisions in Blue that make me just like say wow, there's not only is that a brilliant album, it's also got a soul to it that um I don't know, pushes it to a higher level for me. Hmm. I agree, and you're you're making me struggle with my placement of intervisions at twenty five. <laughs> well, I thought the same thing <laughs> when you talked actually, about rumors. I was thinking, oh no, I I do have it too low at at four. <laughs> at, right. Well, that, I think that's the challenge with these <laughs> with what both of us have put as the first five. Yeah. Um, and actually, in doing so, I've actually bumped intervisions down, which I. I don't really like, but I just love those other ones yeah. too. So, I mean, that, that was, as we discussed, even as we approached these 10 mm-hmm. albums before we'd done them, like there are some albums here that are just so, so yeah. good. Um, and it's been very challenging. Uh, so uh, I put blue at 21 and maybe, uh, maybe <laughs> to evaluate it properly, I need a little more time away from it. <laughs> It's like it's like an infatuation. <laughs> um, it's just I'm I'm totally <laughs> I'm I'm under the spell of this album. The the literary uh, brilliance she shows the me. Oh, I'm, I'm getting emotional just talking yeah. about it. Gosh, um, the uh, everything about it. The way she uses her voice, the instrument she's playing, the way she plays guitar and dulcimer and piano. Uh, the other musicians she's chosen, the sometimes uh, very fun and playful and blatant mm-hmm. uh, lyrics and other times very cryptic and poetic and just uh, entrancing. I, I don't know. I can't say enough good things and I cannot get these songs yeah, out of my head. Yeah. I have gone probably two weeks. Um, I, I have a very, oh, this is going to sound weird. Okay, bear with me, everybody. <laughs> I have a very, I have a very overactive mental space, um, and I, there's probably a lot of people who can relate. But I feel like I'm talking to you, and I'm doing other things mm. throughout my day. But there's always something or several other things happening. And for most of my waking hours, there's a song in there or in the spaces between talking and thinking there's a song and it has been consistently something from blue for the last like two weeks. And, and that's not even intentional. It's just Mm -hmm. there. Um, And I'll listen to a song and it'll just be lodged in there. And, 
it has had such a profound effect on me emotionally and also musically, intellectually. Um, and I was able to connect with my wife, Nora, very profoundly through it because of her connection to it that I was unaware yeah. of, uh, which was very special and, and I love. So I, I just, I'm gushing over it. I just can't, I can't yeah, get over it. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm totally lost. And earlier this evening, uh, I was doing some work um, and uh, found a video of a live show she did. looks like a TV show in London uh, in 1970, probably six to eight months before the album came out. And she actually performs a couple songs from blue that had not been released or maybe not even recorded oh, wow. yet. Um, so she does, you know, she does Billy Yellow taxi and the circle game and, you know, some of her hits and other songs. And she also does, uh, California and my old man. Um, and I was in wow. tears, absolutely hmm. in tears, Watching her perform so young, so innocent, and we know she wasn't innocent, but she comes across as just this sweet girl. Um, and she was, you know, about 27. Uh, so she was very young. She looks so um, plain, like she's not covered in makeup. She's not, you know, she's not all like she's straight hair, uh, a very simple uh, pink dress on. She's not trying to be a yeah. diva. And and she never was and never has been and never right. wanted to be. Her uh, just watching her play, watching her play the dulcimer, was fascinating. An instrument that I wasn't even very yeah. familiar with. Uh, um, you know, playing it on her lap and it looks almost like a double violin. Yeah. It's very interesting, and she, she's like it's like she's been playing it mm -hmm. all her life. She's just so fluid, and the way she talks to the crowd. And giggles, and you know, it was just hearing her sing those songs. I just couldn't, wow. I couldn't help myself, and I was just weep, weeping. Um, this gives me a lot of, and some sorry, of that was uh, sorry. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, I just obviously, I would, you know, all this to say, and you can hear in my voice, I was very, very affected yeah. by this album, and uh, so I have no choice but to huh. put it at the top because of what it's yeah. done to me and how much I want to listen yep. to it again. Um, and it was again, such a mm -hmm. surprise. I had heard you talk about it. I had heard Nora talk about it. So I knew that you yeah. liked it. So I assumed that I would probably <laughs> like it, but I had no idea yeah. that it would just floor me. So it's, uh, yeah. Yeah. Anyways. I'm glad to hear you say that. I was a bit <laughs> worried that, uh, you know, with Nora and I hyping it, that it would fall flat or you'd be like, what right. do you guys get out of this? Uh, you know, it doesn't do a whole Expectations lot. Expectations yeah, right. too high. And, uh, so to hear you <laughs> really gushing is uh, a pretty great no, thing. So I'm, I'm really happy to see that. And what a crime that it's at 30. <laughs> it, it is. And, you know, like you, you talked about, you know, feeling almost an obligation to move blue and inner visions to yeah. the top because of who yeah. made them. And that's, it's, it's sweet. And, and I like that Ben. and it's sad yeah. at the same time that we feel that, well, you know, yeah. that's there. And, and we talked about that a bit with Nora, like, is this, uh, is this a manifestation of the plight of women in sure. our society? And, and I don't want to definitively say yes or no um but it sort of feels like it especially stacked up against yeah. you know five mm -hmm. beatles albums you know it's like okay yeah. 
maybe it's not better than all five, yeah. but come on. You know, like, was it better than one yeah. of them? Um, and again, that's for everyone sure. to decide, but it's just, there is something about it that feels a little yeah. unfair. Um, and yes, you know, uh, we're Canadian, so we're, we have this kindred thing. And she mentions Canada, yeah. <laughs> so we're excited about that. But outside of all that, outside of all that, it was just it was just yeah. brilliant. So um, if you haven't listened to that one yet, please go listen yeah. to that album. It's just it's gonna uh, you know um, uh, unless you're you know anyways I'm not gonna say anything else because we'll just be here all yeah. night. We'll just another hour. We just do another a whole another episode on blue, right? <laughs> uh, yeah. So. So yeah. that was that. So now we have the fun, and this gets harder and harder right. every time we go back and we pick what's our of what we've listened so far, 30 albums, what is our all-time yeah. top 10. So how do you want to do this? Do you want to each go through from kind of 10 to 1 um, or go at the same time? I think I'm looking at the list and I'm seeing how diverse yeah. they are and I almost think we want to do them separately. Well, but how do you I, I think it's worth pointing out that um, we've both taken four albums from 21 to 30 um, and added them to our top 10 list. Oh, okay, yeah. So we've, we've also in the process have dropped four albums uh, that we thought were worthy of being in our top 10 list. Um, I don't know. I don't know if that's, you know, worth starting with to say, you know, we, we think there were four albums here that in my case were better than London calling, uh, Sergeant Peppers somehow, (laughs) uh, the Beatles white album and are you experienced and, and you've knocked off uh, thriller pet sounds, never mind, And kind of blue. So (laughs) those are, those are eight pretty, uh, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna correct you. I'm gonna oh, correct okay. you on the thriller. Um, I knocked off kind of blue pet sounds. What's going on? Oh, okay. And and rubber soul. I see. I see that now. Yeah, you've made some interesting choices here <laughs> um, that we'll that we'll get into and we'll talk about. Uh, and I and before I sort of you know speak poorly of you, I did the exact same thing. I think. Um, 10 albums before that I had some shuffling going on yeah you know just to like let's call it a, a reevaluation a reevaluation yep. yeah exactly yeah. exactly so oh. um, yeah I don't know what is, not best, easy. what is the best way to go about this um, you, why, why don't I, you I talk think... about some of the shifts that, that perhaps people wouldn't have expected had they uh, seen senior lists from 19 to or from 11 to 20 uh, to now before kind of listing them out i moved thriller way up from where i'd put it before because just reevaluating how it stacks against everything else you had it as your number seven uh slot yeah. for your top 10 ranking last time and i moved it up to i moved it way up Mm-hmm. Um, because I just reevaluated and just for how much I want to listen to it again and how good it was. And, and number the third thing, which is outside of my experience, how successful it was, Yeah, you know, just ridiculously successful. Right. It seems so silly, so silly that it's at number 20. <laughs> um, and I guess my appreciation for it has increased. Yeah. Um, I might even, I might even shuffle it a little bit more. Huh. Well, and I, we, I, I uh, guess like logically, um, you know, if you're adding four albums from this block and Thriller is in your bottom four, it, you know, 
from a logical standpoint, would have been lost at this point had you not moved it higher. Um, uh, yeah. So, yep. so maybe that's part of it. And too. I didn't want that to happen. Right. Right. Um, yeah. Interesting. So overall top 10 and number 10, I put Sergeant Peppers. Nine, never mind. Uh, eight, Led Zeppelin. Seventh, Joshua Tree. Six, Rumors. Five, Are You Experienced? Four, Abbey Road. Three, Thriller. Two, Blue. One is Revolver. Hmm. So um, I'm sure you'll have a qu- few questions, yeah. but I, I want to... <laughs> I'm, I'm, oh, this was tough. <laughs> I think the first big change is I moved Sergeant Peppers from number one down to number 10. Wow. And I think, and here's why I think I was so, I was struggling so much with where Rolling Stone and everyone else who contributed to that list put it at number one. I felt almost guilty about moving mm, it because yeah. even though I really, really like it and enjoyed it, there were so many other things I wanted to go back more. And I was, as much as I appreciate that it's had such a big impact on everybody, I was like, yeah, but there's other things here that I love so much. Yeah. Um, so I think I wasn't ready to kind of let my personal feelings, you know, uh, dethrone it but then i was like okay but i need to because there's other things that i want to listen to before that yep. again yeah so i'm still not ready to move it off the top 10 but i probably will soon well the next time we do this i think i will because i know i know there's one more album that we're not even going to talk about in the next 10 <laughs> that i think deserves to that i think deserves to be in the top 10. right sure and i know i'm going to put it there somewhere yeah um, so it's going to bump something and it's, I guess it's going to be peppers. Well, so, um, you know, unless I decide to bump right. peppers up again, flip flop again, which obviously <laughs> I'm known to do. <laughs> um, yeah. and then, um, you know, again, as you said, there are four albums, rumors, Joshua tree, Zeppelin and blue that I love so much. I had to put them in here and maybe one of them will fall out next time. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, are you experienced? Just, oh, I just, I'm, Again, I'm, I'm entranced by Jimmy when I listen to it, and I, <laughs> it's so crazy. I, I'm still, I'm still very, very partial to Revolver. Yeah, uh, I really, really love it. I feel like it was an album that when I discovered it, I listened to it over and over and over and over again because there were so many things on it that that I was in love with. Um, so, uh, and Blue, maybe because Blue was more new, I, I had a hard time putting it up at number one. I, I want to see how time. Yeah the effect of time on that, whether blue will, okay, I'm kind of, I'm over the infatuation stage and I move it down a little more or, or I say, no, I just, I still love it so much. And it moves up to number one and thriller again, thriller is just like, (laughs) well, it's, it's a thriller is a powerhouse. Like it's just, it's just, you know, it's got so much energy and the songs are so good and and so timeless yeah. and people know them so recognizable um and the song thriller as you say every year at halloween like people just play the <laughs> crap out of it um so it's just got this staying power too Anyways. well in some ways you've actually logically um uh corrected an earlier error uh because i think in our beatles ranking of the albums we had reviewed you actually had revolver as your number one pick but then in the in the top 10 ranking, you made it number two for Sergeant Peppers. I think for a lot of the reasons you've already referenced here. So now yeah. that it owns mm-hmm. that number one slot in some ways, that's uh, being truer to who you, you are, I guess. <laughs> and, I, uh, I think yeah. so. We'll see, you know, 
and I think Revolver Two is one that I haven't I haven't gone back yeah. to just because I, I I know it so mm-hmm. well already, and uh, I just felt I feel like I don't have to like I just know them so well. Yeah. Whereas Blue is so new, and I just want to keep pouring that back into sure. my listening experience. And it's been a rough uh, episode for the Beatles. Not only did Sgt. Pepper's uh, get bumped from one to ten on your list, you also dropped Rubber Soul completely from your. Um, your lineup here, even though it had been yeah. your number four album, uh, just, just, uh, 10 albums ago. That's true. <laughs> That's true. I think it's kind of disappeared into the ether yeah. of just music, Beatles, yeah. like good, good Beatles music sure. for sure. Like good music, number one and number two, good Beatles music. Yeah. Like it's a great album, yeah. but you know, I think, I, th- I think again, I expect the Beatles to have good mm-hmm. music. I expect that their albums are going to be at the top of this yep. list. I did not expect Blue to knock me over backwards. Right, right yeah. Um, I did not expect uh, Thriller to just be so stacked. I did not expect, um, I don't know, uh, rumors to just, I already knew it was pretty good, but yeah. just to have an effect on me and my family yeah. as it did. Yeah. So I think the things here that are coming up are the things the, the the familiar versus the unexpected yeah. and that battle. Yep. Well, and I mean, this kind of uh, <laughs> there's there's going to be ongoing conversation for the rest of this project on you know whether we're doing this the right way or not. But what we're left with every time is uh, a list of ten albums that are great. Um, you know, your list right now is a great list of ten albums, just like your list. 10 albums ago was a great list of albums. <laughs> and uh, and when it gets reshuffled again, it will still be a great list of 10 albums. And uh, Yeah, you're absolutely that right. Will, that will keep going. Um, I, I Before I jump into my top 10, I, I will say the thing that I have struggled a little with is displacing albums without actually going back and re-listening to them. Like I, I almost feel like to really give these like their fair share, I should really re-listen to my top 10 and then go back and uh, figure out which, which ones oh, get added. We, but I know that you'd have to, you know, you'd have to quit your job, yeah. get an apartment on your own and just do well, that all day long. I'm writing yeah. a sermon for Sunday. There's a lot of time sitting at a laptop. I should have just uh, been doing that this week. If I, if I thought enough about it, oh, um, my goodness. but yeah, so well, you have to listen to new albums. That's right. that's true. <laughs> got more coming up. I am in danger of losing two Beatles albums here very soon. I've got Abbey road at 10 and rubber soul at nine. Uh, and oh. And as I mentioned previously, Sgt. Pepper's and uh, the White Album have completely disappeared. The White Album, I should point out, too, and was my favorite album, uh, Beatles album, I think, on a re-ranking. Um, or maybe right. it was up near the top. Rubber Soul may have been uh, up higher. Um, so, yeah, Revolver's been gone yeah. for a while. Yeah, it's um, been gone. But, yeah. but I, yeah, if, if I find another two albums in the... Uh, 470 albums that remain there's a good chance there won't be any Beatles on my uh, list by the end which is which is really interesting and, oh, and man. kind of a head scratcher too I, I need to give that some more thought maybe there'll be some tinkering in the future but for now uh, sure. Abbey Road at 10 Rubber Soul at 9 uh, Michael Jackson's Thriller is at 8 which I also feel like man that should be higher too um, 
the Beach Boys' Pet Sounds comes in at number seven. Mm. Uh, even though they were my number two album, you know, not too long ago. Uh, and then, mm-hmm. and then we've got six albums ahead of it that were all in the last in the last twenty. So, um, Springsteen's "Born to Run," an album that I still go back to. And now that I think about it, all these albums that are in my top six are are albums that have continued to be in heavy rotation in my music listening. So, okay, yeah, well, that, yeah. yeah, that's what it's "Born all to about. Run," uh, "Rumors" at five, "Joshua Tree" at four. Uh, Blue at three, Inner Visions at two, and What's Going On remains uh, my number one choice. Um, but yeah, there's this mm. big clump here of of albums that were all from this re-ranking, uh, Inner Visions, Blue, and the Joshua Tree uh, rumors that I felt like I could have put in any order and they all just get clumped in together um, on this list here, back to back to back to back. So um, it'll be interesting to see if they end up staying together, or if there's something that will shuffle uh, the top five uh, as we move forward. We'll see. Hmm. Uh, isn't it interesting how the two of us have been impacted differently by different yeah. things, different different albums? Like uh, what's going on is your number one. Obviously, you were greatly impacted by it and you keep listening to it again. And last time I had it at my all-time number five, but this time I... I removed it entirely, <laughs> and really, it's it's because I just haven't been compelled yeah, to listen to yeah. it again. I really enjoyed it. I respect yep. it. Um, I'm glad I listened to it. And if somebody put it on to listen to, I would have no complaints and at all. You'd probably speak highly of it. Absolutely, yeah. but I haven't been compelled to listen to it again. Maybe yeah. between now and then, I will and go. Oh, yeah, I forgot how good this was. I got to put it back on. But um, you know, it's just about the things that for whatever reason, you know, and music has that power. Uh, We've talked about that even at uh, an off recording conversation about how powerful music can be to, to bring about emotion and feeling and things like memories and, you know, just all that stuff, you know, you've, you've grabbed onto this album as something that's really important to you. And I think that's really, really cool. Uh, And I, I, I like diversity. I yeah. like that people, it's so important, I think, as humans and as in our smaller communities that we're different and that yeah. we can cooperate and appreciate the things that are different about each other and it makes us all better people. Right. I should come work with you. So, yeah, you should. <laughs> I, I think there is something, too, about the, um, the personal feel that's still very important for us as opposed to um, I, I think the bias of this list, which is like, you know, was it, was it important for the trajectory of music? Um, we have not chosen to include any of the older music that influenced a whole bunch of stuff with maybe the Beatles being the exception to that. Uh, most of the albums that we have here are albums that we just really love the sound uh, and the way it, it makes us feel. Um, we're not putting Robert Johnson on here just because we know how important that is for jazz, which led to blues, uh, which led to, or, or blues, which led to, to rock and roll. So that's yeah, interesting that we feel comfortable enough to say, you know, even though we know that this uh, album was really, really important, you know, Elvis, you know, king of rock and roll, really important for, for the genre style music, whatever. Um, it just doesn't do something for us. And so we're going to go with the mm-hmm. stuff that, that really does move us. Yep. Um, well, I'm curious, Mike, as you look ahead to the next 10, 
Is there anything there that really stands out that you have loved for a long time? I am noticing that um, besides Carol King's tapestry at number 36 and the Beatles, please, please me. um, I don't have any uh, interaction with these albums. So it's going to be eight (laughs) brand new ones for me. Um, Hotel California. I've got just a little bit of inkling of what's there, but but the rest are going to be pretty pretty new for me uh, over these next 10. How about you? I am going to have to even up the ante <laughs> on that and okay. say that I have not listened to a single one of these albums start to finish. Wow. So this will, I be, have not, this will be a journey. I have, I have purchased Tapestry on vinyl very recently, but I have not yet listened to it. Okay. Um, I'm kind of. I was kind of saving it a bit. Yeah. Um, and again, Hotel California. I have a feeling I'll be familiar with a lot of it, but I, mm-hmm. but I have not listened to it start and finish. And same with Please Please Me. That's an earlier Beatles album that yeah. um, I will probably know lots of the song, but I have not intentionally yep. listened to. It. And the rest, <laughs> I have very very little. Same. Like I'll know mm-hmm. stuff from from the band's Big Pink, and I'll know Ramon stuff, and I'll know probably stuff from Let It Bleed. And uh, I was. I've done just a very preliminary listening to bring it all back home by Bob Dylan. And I do know. So I think I'm familiar with a lot of these songs, but I've never intentionally listened to any of these albums. Any. So wow. this is going oh, to fun. be, this is going to be a really uncharted territory for me. That's um, awesome. And then, um, you know, stuff like muddy waters, the anthology, which is number 38. Um, I don't think so. And then forever changes number 40 by the band love. I'm embarrassed to say I've never even heard of that band before yeah, we started. Yeah, I don't think I would have been able to say that okay, either. Okay, oh, phew, I'm glad you yeah. said that. <laughs> yeah. I don't feel as bad. Um, no. I don't even know, I don't know any, I don't even know anything about that band. So that'll be mm-hmm. like just brand, brand new. And that's yeah. exciting because, and I'm trying to, you know, it's like when the new movie comes out and you stay away from the trailers, like, because you don't want to know everything <laughs> about it. I'm trying to stay away from like, Part of me wanted to like, oh, who's that band? And another part of me is like, no, yeah. no, no, just don't, don't touch it, you know, like uh, in your lane, yeah. So, um, oh, and then of course, um, David Bowie again. Um, you know, I will know some of the music, but but I haven't listened to it. So yeah, this is uh, this is, and that's this is going to be very different. I think for both of us. Uh, I think even the last ten, I was, you know, had listened to probably about half of them before. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, this is new. So very exciting. Yeah. And I don't really know where any of these will fall. I could guess <laughs> at a few of them. Yeah. But, uh, be, but I don't know. It's gonna I be could, fun. We could listen to Forever Changes by Love and just be like, amazing. You know, yeah. Or why is it here? Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yep. We've done that a few times. Yeah. One more Canadian album coming up here with music from the Big Pink. Um, yeah, 80% and, uh, of them are Canadian, so that definitely counts. That definitely counts. <laughs> and uh, and a return to a couple of artists that uh, we've had mixed experiences with so far. <laughs> well, uh, and then the, Be- the Beatles. And then the Beatles, yeah, which because feels like it's been we, years there, since we had one of those. <laughs> yeah, there was the last 10. There were no Beatles albums. There was yeah. a John Lennon, but it was yeah. uh, definitely not anything like a Beatles album. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we come back. We come back to the Beatles. We come back to Bob Dylan. We come back to the Stones, uh, and we haven't. Uh, we didn't listen to any of that in the last ten. Yeah. 
So, uh, yeah, it's uh, uh, Uncharted Territory and revisiting some old friends. It's going to be good. It's going to be great. Uh, can I get can I get gushy for a second before we close? Yeah. I'm so thankful that I get to do this Aww. with you. <laughs> Me too. Uh, jo- uh, Joni Mitchell's really, really opened up my emotional oh. side. <laughs> She's not just making you feel blue. <laughs> no. Oh, that album is more than just blue, man. You know this. <laughs> um, but I am so thankful that you that we get to do this Thanks, together. Friend. I feel the same. Uh, and not only is that great, but uh, I'm thankful we get to share it. Yeah. That uh, people from all over the world um, have shown up to listen to this and we hope that you get something special out of it too. And also um, we're, we are going to, um, if we haven't done it already, we are going to again, just put a shout out on social media, say thank you to all of our wonderful guests that we've had. Ben and I have had such a great time talking to each other just one-on-one, but it has been just magical to have other people join us along the way. So we thank you all. I'm not going to name you all right now, but we will in our social media, do another shout out and thank you so much to all our, uh, wonderful, gracious and, and special. Absolutely. Um, what do we have next time? We're going to move to number 31 and revisit again, an old friend (laughs) and someone that we haven't been very kind to (laughs) in the past, which is Mr. Bob Dylan. It's going to be good. If you like what you hear, subscribe on your favorite podcast app and write a review. Send us a message at our Facebook page, on Instagram, or through our SoundLogic Podcast Twitter feed. Thanks for listening.